Expresso Prime, a podcast all about primes, short enough to listen to while you enjoy your cup of coffee. Hello, hello, welcome to a new episode of Expresso Crime. The theme for season five is A to Z serial killers, and today's Sunday Scaries list will be starting with the last name B. This will be a two-part episode as there are a lot of serial killers with the last name B. Like today's list is 30, and that was not even scratching the surface. So part one, let's go. Number one on the list, Anthony Ballum. So he is known as the Trenton Strangler. He is a serial killer who raped and murdered four sex workers between 1994 and 1996 in Trenton, New Jersey. He was captured after his would-be fifth victim escaped and he was later given a life sentence for his crimes. Second on the list is Joseph Baldi. He's known as the Queen's Creeper. So a serial killer who from 1970 to 1972 stabbed four women and and girls to death in Queens, New York. So his case, though, gained a lot of notoriety due to the fact that he was previously arrested after firing shots at a policeman during a burglary. He was sent on to psychiatric observation. He was then transferred and released by mistake. The doctor didn't know he was charged with attempted murder of a police officer, so he was released. Following the release is when he attacked more girls and women and including fatal attacks. So that one is just wow. The accidental release is just completely something else. Also, before we get too far into this list here, I never know how much background noise you can actually hear so apologies for the fan the ac and if you hear screaming children it is memorial day weekend and they are having a great time at the pool but they have been so loud so like just don't want you to be like why are there screaming children in the background but let's get into number three on the list margie velma barfield so she was an american serial killer who was convicted of one murder but eventually confessed to six murders in total. Barfield was the first woman in the U.S. to be executed after the 1976 resumption of capital punishment and the first since 1962. She was also the first woman to be executed by lethal injection. A lot of firsts there. Definitely not things, though, that you want to be first at or just in general at, right? Number four on the list is James Antonio Barnes. So an American serial killer, he attacked five sex workers around Memphis, Tennessee from August to November 1988, killing three and wounding two others in what he claimed to be orders from his other personalities. Although considered a suspect in a total of seven killings, he was only convicted of his confirmed crimes and sentenced to 40 years imprisonment. That's a really short like crime spree there, just a couple months. Wow, crazy. Number five on the list, Charles Barr. He's also known as the Petting Party Bandit. Some of these names are just too much. So American serial killer who attacked couples at Lover's Lanes in Memphis, Tennessee from January to May 1923, killing three and wounding one. For his crimes, he was convicted, sentenced to death, and he was executed at the Tennessee State Prison in 1926. So a throwback crime there as well. And just another one, two back-to-back for Memphis, Tennessee there. Number six on the list is Eugene Walter Barrett. So he is a serial killer who murdered three women he was romantically involved with. That was in Honolulu, Hawaii from 1959 to 1995. So a rather long crime spree. He was sentenced to life in prison 
imprisonment for the final murder and died behind bars in 2003, he was the first confirmed and one of only three known serial killers in the state. Number seven on the list, this is a throwback crime, a major throwback crime, Polly Bartlett. So she's also known as the murderess of Slaughterhouse Gulch. So she is supposed to be a 19th century murderer from Wyoming. This is before, though, Wyoming was even incorporated as a state. Um, So she's supposed to have been the first serial killer there. This story, though, while it has been reported in several publications, Wyoming historians, some of them say there's just no proof that this story is true. It was just so long ago that we just do not know if this is fact or fiction, but I thought it was interesting, so I wanted to include it here. Number eight on the list is Patrick Baxter. So he is a serial killer. He raped and killed two women and a teenage girl in New York between 1987 and 1990. Due to DNA profiling, he was arrested for the murders in 2000 while serving a sentence for car theft and was convicted and sentenced to 25 years to life imprisonment. So he was already in jail and then that is when they caught him. And I think we will be seeing a lot of the DNA profiling like um, for people who thought they got away with it in the early 70s, 80s, 90s. And now with just the advancement of DNA, let's keep on keep on track focus. Number nine on the list, Donald J. Beardsley. So he is a serial killer who murdered three women while on parole for killing a woman in Missouri in 1969. He murdered two more women in California. He was sentenced to death and executed by lethal injection in San Quentin State Prison in 2005. So once again, killing on parole. Number 10 on the list, Martha Jewel Beck and Raymond Martinez Fernandez. So they were a serial killer couple. I think this is our first serial killer couple as far as season five goes. So they were convicted of one murder, are known to have committed two more, and were suspected of having killed up to 20 victims during a spree between 1947 and 1949. Wow. Number 11, the Bender family. This is definitely our first family. I know that for a fact. Okay, so they're more well known as the Bloody Benders. So they were a family of serial killers who lived and operated in Kansas from May 1871 to December 1872. So there is no definitive number, but estimates report that the Benders killed at least a dozen travelers before their crimes were discovered. The fate of the family remains unknown, with theories ranging from a lynching of the family to a su- successful escape. So because it was so f- long ago, there's a lot that is like kind of question as far as fact and fiction goes, but as far as like their fate and everything, however... There is definite proof that they were a serial killing family, which is just absolutely wild. Number 12 on the list is Robert Andrew Berdella Jr. So he is a serial killer who kidnapped, raped, tortured, and murdered at least six young men after having forced his victims to endure periods of up to six weeks of captivity. His crimes took place in Kansas City between 1984 and 1987. Of course, that's just horrible, but 
the like captivity is just such a sinister level it just adds so much to it number 13 on the list is david richard berkowitz also known as the son of sam so in the past i have done a deep dive on him like season one probably one of the first 20 episodes and i'm sure a lot of people have heard about the son of sam but he just had to be on the list right so he killed six people and wounded seven others by july 1977 he was just terrorizing new york and he was gaining worldwide notoriety so he eluded the biggest police manhunt in the city's history while leaving letters that mocked the police and promised further crimes this, of course, was hugely publicized by the press. He was arrested on August 10th, 1977, and he confessed to all of the shootings. He initially claimed to have been obeying the orders of a demon that manifested in the form of a dog belonging to his neighbor named Sam. After being found mentally competent to stand trial, he pleaded guilty to second-degree murder and was sentenced to six consecutive life sentences in state prison with the possibility of parole after 25 years. He admitted that the dog and devil story were a hoax. In police investigation, he was also implicated in many unsolved arsons in the city as well. So he just, like, just things of absolute horror there. Number 14 on the list, Lee Monroe Betterton. So he was a serial killer, originally sentenced to 99 years imprisonment for killing his second wife in Missouri and suspected of having killed the first as well. He was paroled. He remarried a third time and moved to Oklahoma where he killed his last wife as well. He was sentenced to death for his final murder and was executed in 1920. So a bit of a throwback crime on that one. But like killing at least two of three wives and possibly three of three, like, wow. 15th on the list, Jake Bird. So he's a serial killer who was tried and executed for the axe murders of a woman and her daughter in Washington in 1947. He's also since been linked to 11 other homicides across several states. He's also suspected that he may have killed as many of as 46 people. These ones that are linked to more and suspected of even more is just wild. Today's Sunday Scary Show supporter is SkinAndMe.com. You can use code BBEC Podcast for 85% off your SkinAndMe.com orders. If you love it, continue for the regular price of $24.99 or cancel with the click of a button. The daily doser lasts one month. It's made for your skincare goals and customized literally to the point of your name on the bottle. I love it. The active prescription-based ingredients are such a game changer. Thank you to Skin and Me. For the code to share. This is an affiliate code, so I do receive a small commission. Thank you for your support through these links and for listening. Just over halfway through the list, this is going to be a little bit longer of an episode. Number 16th on the list, Arthur Gary Bishop. So he was arrested for embezzlement in February 1978, and he was given a five-year suspended sentence, but he skipped his parole and fled to Salt Lake City, and that is where he was living under the name Roger Downs. So while in Salt Lake City, he joined the Big Brothers program where he was a big brother to a 10-year-old boy for nearly a year. He was forced out of the program after directors discovered that he was molesting other children. 
From October 14, 1979 to July 14, 1983, he murdered five kids ranging in age from 4 to 13. Local police looked into their past reports and found that he lived in the vicinity of four of the abductions and knew the fifth child's parents. Police brought him in for questioning on the pretext of like having him help with their inquiries into the disappearance of a child. He told detectives he wanted to show them something at his house. When they arrived, they found more than 300 photos of young boys, some placed in a white wedding album, and 125 pictures of naked boys cut out from magazines. Police were able to identify and interview 21 boys he photographed and molested, but Bishop said that their estimate was low and to double or triple that amount. Back at the station, police managed to obtain his real name and eventually got him to confess to the five murders. If that case is ringing a bell, I know I have talked about it before. I want to say maybe on Crimes by State for Utah. I'm thinking, obviously, everything we talk about here is so, so awful. I mean, it's just the nature of the podcast, right, with all these cases and everything. But some cases just hit a little bit harder and that extra layer of him being arrested and skipping parole to then just change your name and be with the big brothers and all of that is just really really horrible um and the fact that he did you know know the fifth victim as well but he was you know at least confessed and justice was served so number 17th on the list lawrence bidtaker and roy lewis norris they were also known as the toolbox killers they were two serial killers and rapists who committed the kidnapping rape torture and murder of five teenage girls in southern california this was over a five month period in 1979 so bid was described by the fbi special agent as the most disturbing individual for whom he had ever created a criminal profile that is saying a lot Bittaker was sentenced to death for five murders on march 24th 1981 but he died of natural causes while in prison. Number 18 on the list is Rodney Bixler. So he is a serial killer and rapist. In 2000, he strangled three women in Kentucky, raped another, and is suspected of drowning a 13-year-old girl. He was sentenced to 40 years imprisonment for these crimes and provided that he maintains good behavior in prison, he will be released in 2039 at the age of 71. Kind of crazy. Number 19 on the list is Rudy Bladell. He's also known as the Railway Killer. We're back with the, you know, nickname or whatever here. So he's a serial killer and responsible for the murders of seven railway employees from 1963 to 1978, a really long crime spree. Convicted of three of them, he was sentenced to life imprisonment. In 1986, the Supreme Court ruled that this case should be retried as jurors considered that his written confession had been obtained through illegal means. Even without the confession, the jury convicted him a second time and he was again given a life sentence. Okay, number 20 on the list is Ryan Blinston. So he's a serial killer and arsonist who murdered three women in Oroville, California between May and June 2020. His MO typically consisted of murdering clients he worked for at his tree trimming job. He was caught by a SWAT team while attempting to murder another man with a hatchet. 
He was later found guilty of the murders and sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole. That is really recent, May and June 2020. Wow. 21 on the list, Clifton Bloomfield. So a serial killer and former movie extra who was convicted of murdering five people around Albuquerque, New Mexico between 2005 and 2008. In the midst of his murders, he made appearances as a background ca- character in multiple movies and TV shows, including Felon and Breaking Bad. I think what's interesting here is when, you know, we don't know that they're obviously serial killers and they're just going about completely normal day-to-day stuff, just being a background. Wow. 22 on the list, Oscar Ray Bolin Jr., so serial killer and convicted rapist who was executed in Florida for murder. In 1986, he kidnapped and murdered three young women in Tampa. He was later connected to a fourth murder in Texas in 1987. The murders went unsolved for nearly four years until the husband of his ex-wife called a tip line and implicated him. He maintained his innocence to the end. 23 on the list is John Charles Bolsinger. So he was an American serial killer. He was linked after his death to the murders of three women in Oregon. Those murders took place from 1986 to 1988. Those murders were committed after his release from prison. What was he in prison for and what was he released from prison for? Murder. Wow. Number 24th on the list, William George Bonin. We've talked about him in a few cases here. Um, He's also known as the freeway killer. So he was a serial killer and twice paroled sex offender who committed the rape, torture, and murder of at least 21 young men and boys in a series of killings throughout Southern California from May 1979 to June 1980. On at least 12 of those occasions, he was helped or assisted by one of his four known accomplices. He's also suspected in at least 15 other murders as well. 25th on the list is Charles Anthony Boyd. He's also known as the bathroom slayer. So a serial killer that between 1986 and 1987, he committed the rape and murders of three women in North Dallas. He was tried for one of the murders. He was convicted and sentenced to death and he was later executed by lethal injection in 1999. 26th on the list. This one is a little bit longer but some of them just have to have a bit more details to kind of really make it make more sense. 26 is James Bradley. In June 1988, Bradley reported that his eight-year-old stepdaughter had been kidnapped from her bus stop that was in North Carolina. Police later determined he had staged the alleged crime to, to make it seem like there was a struggle beforehand. He confessed to killing her two days later, saying he was sick at home when the the stepdaughter woke him up by making the TV too loud. He said he snapped and choked the girl, wrapping a sock around her neck. After realizing that she was dead, he attempted to cover up the crime by putting her body in a garbage bag and taking it to the local dump. On January 22, 1990, he pleaded guilty to first-degree murder for killing her and was sentenced to life in prison. What in the world? Oh my goodness. Okay. While in prison, he wrote two short series. They were titled The Beast Within and Serial Killer. In the books, he vividly described his characters brutally murdering women in sexually charged circumstances. He was released on parole on February 11, 2013. 
Just over a year later, he killed a 53-year-old named Shannon Rippey Van Newkirk. So Van Newkirk was killed the day before her 54th birthday. She was reported two days later. On April 15th, so 10 days later, after checking traffic camera footage, police searched Bradley's apartment, phone records, and truck. Bradley, who changed his story several times, oh, him, he would never do that. Wow. So he said Van Newkirk was with him in his truck, but they got into an argument and she jumped out and ran off. On April 29th, police found what they initially believed was Van Newkirk's body buried in a field. She had been bound in duct tape and wrapped in garbage bags. Bradley was arrested and charged with first-degree murder for killing Van Newkirk. However, police soon discovered that the body was not Van Newkirk, but instead another woman who was a 33-year-old 33-year-old who had been missing since August 2013. She had been bludgeoned to death. On December 5th, 2016, he was charged for first-degree murder for the first woman, sorry, the woman that they found the 33-year-old. Prosecutors announced that they would seek a death sentence in that case. In 2019, he was sentenced to life in prison without parole. Okay, my only question is who, what happened to the first lady? Oh my gosh, this is terrible. 27th on the list is Carl Eric Charlie Brandt. So he's a serial killer who murdered at least four female victims, one in Indiana and three other women in Florida. So he grew up in Fort Wayne, Indiana. He shot his parents in their family home on the night of January 3rd, 1971, when he was 13. He killed his pregnant pregnant mother and wounded his father. He spent one year at a psychiatric hospital before being released and was never criminally charged. 33 years later, on September 13, 2014, he stabbed his wife and niece to death and then he hanged himself in his niece's garage. With the efficiency in killing his wife and niece and his hidden obsession with human anatomy, that led investigators to look into the possibility that he had committed other murders since moving to Florida in 1973. The 1989 murder of a homeless woman near his home was solved as a result of that investigation and it found that he was to be the perpetrator. The police suspect him in three other Florida murders, but his true number of victims could potentially be more than 30. That one is just so wild with the background as well. of Three more on the list. Number 28, Larry Dean Bright, also known as the Bone Crusher. So he is a serial killer responsible for the deaths of at least eight women between the ages of 30 and 41 in central Illinois. The murders occurred between July 2003 and October 2004. His nickname, if you shall call it that, comes from him burning his victims' bodies before crushing the bone fragments with a hammer. After confessing to his crimes in May 2005, he was convicted of eight counts of murder and sentenced to eight life sentences without the possibility of parole. That I hate saying nickname because I feel like people have nicknames and these just aren't like, you know what I mean? But the bone crusher is like really grim. 29th on the list, Donald Broadnax. So he is a American serial killer and he originally was convicted and sentenced to 99 years imprisonment for fatally shooting a friend in Birmingham, Alabama in 1977. 
He was released on work release in 1996. That is when he murdered his wife and her grandson. For that crime, he was convicted and sentenced to death and is currently awaiting execution. And that is on how not to do things on work release. What in the world? So last on the list, we've kind of heard this similar thing before, but number 30, Raymond Eugene Brown. So he is an American serial killer and rapist who killed his living girlfriend and her daughter in 1987. That was shortly after being paroled for the triple murder of three relatives in 1960 when he was 14. He was sentenced to death for the later murders and he died on death row in 2008. And that wraps up today's episode. Thank you for listening. Just a reminder that the promo code for today with skinandme.com is BBEC podcast. That's for 85% off your orders with skinandme.com. Thank you again for listening. I will see you Sunday for more Sunday Scaries by Expresso Crime, where we get into part two of this list. Bye for now.